Hey, I'm Darian Harvin, and here are four stories you need to know about today. On Monday, Trump made the false accusation that former President Obama didn't make calls to families of U.S. soldiers who were killed in combat. Then yesterday, he brought up the dead son of his own chief of staff, General John Kelly, on a call with a Fox News radio show. I don't know. I mean, you could ask General Kelly, did he get a call from Obama? You could ask other people. I don't know what Obama's policy was. I write letters and I also call. General Kelly's son, First Lieutenant Robert Michael Kelly, was killed in Afghanistan in 2010 when he stepped on a concealed explosive device. He was 29 years old. A representative for Obama had no comment on behalf of the former president, but a former Obama White House official told BuzzFeed News, quote, President Obama engaged with families of the fallen and wounded warriors throughout his presidency through calls, letters, and visits. A company called Outbrain is investigating whether Russian trolls used its platform for election propaganda. Craig Silverman is here to tell us exactly what happened. So, Craig, what is Outbrain, number one? And number two, why are they investigating this right now? Yeah, so Outbrain is a name that people may not recognize, but you probably know their work in the sense that when you're on a news website and you're reading an article and you come to the bottom of it, there's often that little box of that says around the web or related articles. And they're a company that powers that box. And so they'll place related articles from that publisher there for you to click on. But they also sell space to advertisers to put their content there. So the, you know, the goal is to get people to click out to some of the advertisers' stuff. And of course, then um, the advertisers has to have to pay for having gotten that traffic. And so in this scenario, the question is whether you know this troll factory in Russia had decided to actually pay to place some of its content in these boxes on really quite big websites around the web. I mean, Outbrain is on ESPN, it's on Time, it's on CNN. So they could have potentially put their content from Russia in front of a lot of Americans. Yeah, that's a lot of massive audiences we're talking about. Do you have any examples of the kind of ads that Russians may have been feeding through Outbrain? Any idea of like what they could have looked like or what they could have said? Well, because at this point, Outbrain has only said that they're investigating. We, we don't really have a sense of whether they'll come up with anything. And we don't have a sense of whether they might have already found stuff. And that's why they say they continue to investigate. But what we do know about, about the ads and the content that had been pushed out by this troll factory is that it was really focused on issues that would divide the American population. So issues of race, as well as, you know, a lot of anti-Clinton stuff, really trying to accentuate polarization, whether it was political or social in any kind of area. So it might have been stuff that was, you know, really anti-Hillary Clinton or pro-Trump or stuff that was meant to seem anti-Black Lives Matter, or in some cases, they also played the other side and went pro-Black Lives Matter. So it could have been a wide range of issues. Have any other ad networks looked into possible Russian purchases? Yeah. So one of the reasons why we thought to check with Outbrain and with other folks in that that area, of course, is that Google, which runs a, a really big, massive ad network, has found some evidence of, of ads being purchased. And this troll factory, of course, also purchased ads on Facebook and it also purchased some ads on Twitter. And in fact, on Twitter, it had roughly about 200 accounts that it was running. So not only um, were Russian state broadcasters actually buying a lot of ads on Twitter, we saw the troll factory running accounts on Twitter, running accounts on Facebook, and then kind of promoting those accounts and their content using ads. Thank you so much for, uh, for this update and for your reporting. Thank you.
All right, now here's some news I'm personally excited about. Finally, you and I are going to be able to use Venmo to buy real things at real stores. Venmo is actually owned by PayPal, in case you didn't know. And yesterday, it began opening up the app to retailers that already accept PayPal for online payments. And there are more than 2 million of these stores. So now you'll be able to use Venmo to shop online at stores like Foot Locker, Forever 21, Lululemon, and so many more. Now the feature is rolling out to users over the coming week, so keep an eye on your app for that. Because we need more disappearing things in our lives, Facebook is testing short status updates that vanish after a certain amount of time. Facebook confirmed to BuzzFeed News that they've been testing this new feature globally over the past week. Facebook has been chasing the disappearing status for a while. A few months back, it created Facebook Stories, a competitor to Snapchat and Insta Stories, but it seems like no one is really using them. We'll have to see what people think about this. For more of these stories, download the BuzzFeed News app.